Now let us open our Bibles to Psalm 111. Psalm 111. We get to open the precious Word of God. Many of God's saints in 6,000 years have not had what we have. We get to open it and believe every word that's before our eyes. In our tongue. Our mother English. With words preserved for us. Let's rise together and we'll read in unison Psalm 111. Together. Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. In the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and His righteousness endureth forever. He hath made His wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear Him, He will ever be mindful of His covenant. He hath showed His people the power of His works, that He may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of His hands are verity and judgment. All His commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. He sent redemption unto His people. He hath commanded His covenant forever. Holy and reverend is His name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do His commandments. His praise endureth forever. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Do you love to praise the Lord in His house, in the assembly of the upright, and in the congregation? Praise ye the Lord is what you just read in that first verse. The works of the Lord are great. Whether it's the work of creation, the work of the flood, the work of raising Israel up from a man and his wife, the work of the Lord Jesus Christ and the cross for our redemption, the works of the Lord are great. And then it says, "Out They are sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. Those that find pleasure in the works of God seek them out. They love to read the Word of God. They love to hear it preached because they want to hear about those great works of God. And so they seek them out. And that right there is an indication of our hearts, whether we love to hear the works of God. All the works of men combined can't add up to the works of God. The works of men are foolish and vain. All of them stacked together amount to nothing. In fact, the Lord's going to just burn them all up There'll be no memory of them in the grave where we're going. But the works of the Lord last forever. And those that love them seek them out. It says further about His works, they're honorable and glorious. There's no one as honorable as the Lord. As we read here in the third verse, they're glorious. No work of man deserves any glory in comparison to the glorious works of God. And they are righteous, and His righteousness endureth forever. And He made those works to be remembered. Do you know what that tells us about God's motive in doing the things He has? It's for the encouragement of our hearts and for us to give Him glory by rejoicing and hearing about them and in reading about them. Because it says He 
hath made His wonderful works to be remembered. He loves it when we come together and remember the things He has done for others and for us. It tells us in the Bible that true fatherhood is communicating from one generation to the next the wonderful works of God. A great father teaches his children about the wonderful works of God. Foolish fathers tell their children about what they've done, which all amounts to nothing. We want to communicate the works of God to our children. He's given meat to those that fear Him. He's always provided for those that trust Him. David said, I have never seen the righteous begging bread, and you can count on that as much as you can count on gravity, death, and taxes. He has never let the righteous beg bread. And he's ever mindful of his covenant. God does not forget the covenant he has made on which our salvation rests. He chose the Lord Jesus Christ before the world began. He chose us in Jesus Christ before the world began. He sent Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ ever lives to make intercession for us. He will never forget his covenant. And when you stand before him, while you may forget... And while old age may steal your memory, it will not steal His. And it's His memory that counts. Your memory doesn't mean a thing in the sight of God. It's His memory. Put your trust in Him. Verse 6, He showed His power, His people the power of His works, that He may give them the heritage of the heathen. We're going we're to own it all shortly. <laughs> You're going to own it all. You'll not want another thing because you'll own the universe as a son of God. You will inherit, what does the Bible say? How many things? You'll inherit all things. You'll inherit all things. This is, this is our future. It's a wonderful future. And we ought to think on it. It says in verse 7, The works of God's hands are verity. That means truth and judgment. They're right. All His commandments are sure. You can count on them. And it says in the next verse, they stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. God's commandments and His Word and His precepts to us stand fast forever and ever. They do not change and God has preserved them. This is not just the fact that the concept of God's commandments do not change, but the commandments themselves, which are written down on paper, God preserves them forever and ever because He told Isaiah, now go note it in a book and write it in a table that it may be to, to come for the, that it may be for the time to come forever and ever. That's what we believe about the preservation of God's Word. Verse 9, He sent redemption unto His people. You can look at the people of God in Egypt. He sent redemption to them. Moses came and delivered them from that horrible furnace of affliction down in Egypt. But He also sent redemption to us, brethren, by sending the Lord Jesus Christ to deliver us from our sins, death, and hell. He hath commanded His covenant forever. He was mindful of it a few verses earlier. Now He's commanded it forever. And when God commands something... The Persians used to say, let it be done with speed. Well, when God commands something, it is done. The Persians have had most of their commandments fall to the ground as the utter folly of insane men. As Alexander the Great, with one-tenth their army, destroyed them and wiped them from the face of the earth as a nation and an empire. Their word is good as nothing. But the Lord commands His covenant forever. Holy and reverend is His name. We have no reverends in here unless you want to call your father reverend. You can do that. 
Because the Bible says you ought to give your father reverence, and the, and the Bible tells wives to give their husbands reverence. If from time to time you want to call your husband or your father Lord or reverend, that would fit in the Bible. But there are no reverends in the church of God because we're all brothers. We don't call anyone reverend. We don't call anyone father. We don't call anyone rabbi or master in spiritual matters in the house of God. Your pastor is Brother Crosby or Brother Jonathan and servant if you really care. Verse 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This statement is made throughout the Bible. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. To even get started, to have a wise and understanding heart and mind, it begins with the fear of the Lord. That there is a God, that He is a rewarder of them that diligently fear Him, and He is a punisher of those that despise Him. That is the beginning of wisdom. That is the foundation. It's not the ABCs of kindergarten or first grade. The foundation of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do His commandments. They have a good understanding of everything going on in the universe that know the Word of God and keep it. They understand. And it's a good understanding. It's not a poor understanding. It's a good understanding of those things because God reveals it to them and by their obedience and faith, they lay hold of it And so they have a discerning and understanding knowledge of what's going on in the universe. And we get that from the Word of God and from our fear before the Lord. His praise endureth forever. I would say amen to that. Because as you read through these ten verses and you get to the end, you say, His praise does endure forever because look at what He has said. I'll ever be mindful of my covenant. I have commanded my covenant. I've made my works to be remembered. They're full of verity, judgment, righteousness, and truth. Amen. And I give to my people redemption and wisdom if they will put their trust in me. May the Lord bless the reading of His Word. Psalm 111.